I'm Deva Flowers. And I'm Chief Bob Vasquez. Welcome to Creating Leaders of Character. Our purpose in creating this podcast is to help you empower yourself as a leader. Specifically as a leader of character. Deva and I come from two very different times. You might consider me an old school kind of leader. And I'm what might be considered an emerging leader. As different as our perspectives may be, we both agree that leading with character is important these days. Actually, it's always been important. Now, it may even be critical. Throughout this podcast, we'll share our perspectives, not to convince you to think like either of us, but to help you develop your own perspectives and apply them to make you a better leader. A leader of character. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Hello, Miss Deva. Hi. How are you? Why are you smiling? Oh, I should stop. Probably. Yeah, stop. Stop smiling. Oh, okay. 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 That's more better. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Uh, It's a it's a good day. Uh, I think I've told you that uh, I work out uh, six times a week, uh, eighty minutes Mm -hmm. every time, and uh, uh, I I used to enjoy. I haven't been able to do it lately because I hurt myself. uh, The treadmill, but now I'm doing the elliptical a lot. Yeah. But nonetheless, I watch videos, music videos, uh, to keep my mind going, or else I won't do it. You know, I'll stop after five minutes, or when I start breathing hard, and I hear no you. But uh, one of my favorite uh, uh, videos that I watch is uh, "This Is the Day" by Fred Hammond, and oh. what's the name of the group? I can't think of the name of this group. But uh, Fred Hammond is a, 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 a eh, probably my age, uh, gospel black uh, church type music. And yeah. uh, this is the day that the Lord has made. I know you know that phrase from from the Bible, and uh, it, it puts me in the the right perspective that this is a, a great day. You know, I woke up, and you you don't understand that yet, but you will give it about fifty years when you wake up and you're still here. That's a good thing. It's a good day. Yeah, absolutely. I have a Spotify, the music. Uh radio app um they try to figure out what your favorite songs are um so it's connected to my phone and what sometimes i'll just instead of going and taking the effort to set an alarm in the morning i'll go and say set an alarm to country music on spotify or jazz music on spotify and so it's repeatedly turned on this song to wake me up which now i hate it because it's an alarm song but it's a great song it says (laughs) great day to be alive the sun's still shining when i close my eyes there's some hard times in the neighborhood but why can't every day just be this good um yeah yeah it's all a matter of attitude and you know uh, maybe we'll talk about i don't think we've talked about attitude yet because you have one young lady but, um, uh, you know, <laughs> you, you have a choice in, in your attitude. I, I have a good friend of mine, uh, Chappie Wati. She's, uh, he was my chaplain, is my chaplain, he's my brother, mm-hmm. that told me once that there are two types of people in this world. Those who get up in the morning expla- exclaiming, good morning, God. And those that get up in the morning just barely saying, good God, morning. Yeah. <laughs> good so, God, morning. Yeah. <laughs> Different Same order, words. really important. Yeah, it is. And, uh, and, and it affects you, us, each of us, you know, we are affected by that, whether you like it or not. So, uh, I, I try to tell people, I, cause I practice it myself. The first thing I do when I wake up is uh, give thanks that I'm available, that I'm alive and for everything that I have, because I'm a, I'm a very, very blessed person. I don't deserve any of it, but I count it as grace and I'll accept it. Mm-hmm. But, um, but that, I think that sets my, the tone for my, the rest of my day. Uh, and then I walk down the stairs and I hear sounds. 
<laughs> Dave, I don't know where these sounds are coming from. Well, actually, they're coming from my knees most of the time. Oh. And, uh, and that's not a good thing. Uh, so, again, you'll understand. Do you have stairs in your apartment or is it? I have floor? stairs going up to my apartment. We're on the second floor. Okay. Well, well wait till you have babies and wait till you get groceries. That's always a, a oh, lot yeah. of fun. Small Having trips. to carry groceries <laughs> up. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but anyway, last week we were talking about uh, the things that we've learned from our families, mm -hmm. uh, character traits. I call them characteristics. Get it? Characteristics, character. <laughs> I'll give you a second to figure. Yeah, okay. That's yeah. Okay. Hello, laugh. Uh, yeah. Okay. Don't do that too much. But anyway, <laughs> we said uh, love was important. Uh, to both of us, especially to you, the way you express, expressed it, and uh, respect. So, uh, what else have you learned from them, from your family? And, and you know, with because uh, you mentioned the military, you know, my family is a, maybe a little bit different than yours because I have my immediate family, and then I have my family, and then I have my extended family, Me which too. includes all the airmen, thousands and thousands of airmen. You know, there's probably no place in the world that I can't go and I know someone. Yeah. So, um, that that becomes my family, you know. So. Uh, and they've taught me, you know, some of those uh, youngsters about your age have taught me a lot of stuff. So yeah. not necessarily good stuff. Or... <laughs> lessons, good lessons, hard lessons. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I have this thought rolling around in my head from, from last time we spoke. Um, you were talking about respect and you were saying how sexual assault might be solved by the root cause, which is a lack of respect. And although uh, more respect uh, might not be possible, the people that, that, are the assaulters in in the sexual assault cases but in in general if we had more of a culture of respect it would keep somebody from saying oh hey you're walking home alone no that's not respectful i have time let me take you or um you know the the people surrounding the incidents if everybody had more respect even even it would be much more difficult for these types of things to happen yeah. and so I think it's good. I mean, it's contagious. Um, good thing. Well, well, even even allowing something to happen, Dila. Yeah. You know, uh, I, we have a, a, a bus stop right across from my uh, my house and across the corner, and uh, they pick the bus comes by and picks uh, the kids up at eight o'clock, and they're there earlier, of course, and I'm watching them because I can see them from my uh, my home office. And I don't know them. I know they're obviously they're neighborhood kids, but I don't. We don't have kids, so you know we're not friends with any of those families. But as I see them, I say, you know, I'm watching. Yeah. No one's going to bother you because if I see someone coming up to you and bothering you, I'm out of here. I'm. I'll go across that corner. Yeah. And I'm going to protect you because I respect you. You know. Again, I don't know you. Is I do I am I. Um, supposed to do that well i'm a chief so i guess so and you know i, I care so yes of, yeah. of course i i would do those things but we let things go uh so much you know i'm gonna i i see someone even assaulted and because i'm, I'm fearful of something happening to me mm -hmm. i'm not gonna do anything about it now i haven't been in that situation that i can remember but i hope that i would do the right thing and still you know uh, i hope it wouldn't be a sacrificing my life Mm -hmm. But I would help so that person can get away. Or I, I did that now that I think about it. I did have someone come up the in the, the neighborhood who was being yelled at by another neighbor. And she came up and said, can you help me? Can you protect me? I mm -hmm. said, yes, of course. And it was a, a guy. And he came up to me and I said, leave her alone. And he yeah. backed off. And I don't know what was going on, but, you know, it, it was yeah. she was fearful. So uh, so anyway, not, not only, uh, you know, I, I think intervening, at least to some degree, and uh, what was uh, John Quinones had a show, 
uh, what would you do? I think is uh, mm. what's the name of the TV show where you'd have these situations and a lot of people would, uh, and I'm, I'm going to say big cities, but maybe not just in big cities. People would let things go. They'd let someone get assaulted because yeah. they were afraid. Uh, I, I don't know. I know, yeah. you know, and that I, I know I, I'm not judging. I'm just saying, I hope I'm bigger than that. I always said at the air force Academy, if there were a terrorist and I knew about it, that terrorist and I are going out together. Because yeah. I'm going to protect those 4,000 era youngsters that yeah. are there. So uh, that's amazing. But anyway, that that's I think part of the the respect. Uh, so love, respect. What else? Yeah. Um, well, it just reminded me that living in Austin, it is a, quite a big city, and especially now with social media, um, I think everyone is fearful. I think everybody thinks that these things happen all the time. And when you see someone getting assaulted on the side of the street, it's just like, Oh, it's just our world today. I'm going to keep driving. And, and I don't, uh, you know, we're talking about generations here. I don't think it was always that way. I think those things were shocking to your generation. If, if I'm right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We we, we would never hear of it. almost literally, Mm -hmm. although, you know, part of it is the uh, electronic, the ones and zeros, because you're seeing it as it's happening where back in the day, you wouldn't even know that it happened for 20, you know. Yeah. We're desensitized or desensitized to these negative things. And, and uh, there's some positives. I mean, my husband likes to watch cop videos, um, just the ones that they break down and they kind of explain uh, who did what, why, and if it was right. And um, these complicated situations. And he's, he's telling me it's so that he can make sure that when he's in a situation and when one of these things happens, that he has this backstory to realize how things can play out. Um, But to me, I said, you know, you're, you're the man and it's a weird decision to make, but I want you to know that, but I don't want to be exposed to it right now because I don't want to be desensitized. I just, I want to know what to do, but I don't want to think that people shooting each other or killing each other or stabbing or all these horrible, scary things are just everyday occurrences. Um, anyways, um, yeah. So, so I think desensitization is, is definitely bringing people further from from having the character that they want to nowadays and that's yeah. that's sad yeah and as we were saying i think at the end of uh, last week's show we, we don't realize that you know we, we don't think about i don't uh, i don't know anyone well no i, I can't say that uh, you you know dr lugo santiago who's my number one protege mm-hmm. you're, you're number two but <laughs> uh, but he's a lot older yeah. And we we talk about these things, especially on our podcast, uh, Leaders of Futures. But otherwise, you know, I don't really see or uh, notice people talking about these things, you know, about our character. And, uh, of course, we did a lot of that at the Efforts Academy in uh, an educational uh, uh, format. But, uh, on, you know, you see stuff online, you see stuff in the news, on television. It's like, I mean, the way they we speak to each other is totally disrespectful, you know. Mm-hmm. And hate, I mean, it's hateful. Mm-hmm. I, I really, it's really hateful. And uh, so it's part of our culture. And now we think it's okay mm-hmm. when it shouldn't be again. You're, and you're absolutely right. In my day, we would have none of that. Yeah. And now it's just rampant. I, I would agree with you. Um, and I'm going to blame you. Sure. <laughs> no, you're blaming me. You made it happen. I just I was born here. I was just born into it. <laughs> yeah. No well, and that that is true because uh, you're you know, and not necessarily your parents, but your parents' generation mm-hmm. allowed it, and yeah. it got worse and worse and worse and more lenient, I think. Um, so anyway, um, the Apple the Apple iPhone. <laughs> I can blame the Apple iPhone. I'll take the blame yeah. off my off my parents. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, 
I, uh, you were talking about family earlier and I do think that I got a lot of my character traits from civil air patrol. Um, and they, you said, what are the four things your parents taught you? And I've been drilled into my head so many times that, um, uh, uh, the core values, uh, from civil air patrol because they, they do have four. And so in tech and like, uh, excellence, respect, volunteer service and integrity. Um, and, and there's so many different ways that tr they, they try to teach that to us. And you guys have three, I think we added volunteer service because we're a volunteer yeah. organization. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, I I'd like to say that those are more ingrained in my character, but I can pick, one, I was having a, I won't say who, but I was having a little bit of a counseling session with a family member um, who was complaining about their parents and they were just saying, I don't feel like I have any freedom. And, um, you know, they're 15 and they want to drive a car and they want to go out and all these things. And, um, and also they were talking about drama. And so she said, I just don't understand why I get involved in so much drama. I'm just sitting here trying to live my life. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. so what I said was, you know, some people still haven't grown out of lying, um, even into their thirties, maybe even later, um, sixties. I, I'm thankful that somehow I think it was maybe civil air patrol, but, but I don't lie and it doesn't, it doesn't help anyone or anything. I mean, there are, there are circumstances I could imagine that maybe it'd be more moral to hide the truth from one, like one person for one time, you know, maybe if they come to your house and they're in a manic state and say, where's your gun? You know, maybe I can say, I don't have one <laughs> like that yeah. makes, that makes sense. But, um, but the, the everyday lying to save yourself, save your dignity, um, hide something that you did wrong. Um, those are things that, that I'm thankful that I don't do because I know that it feels so much better and it helps relationships and anything just to say, you know what? I actually did mess up. You're now letting me know this is how I messed up and please forgive me <laughs> if yeah. that ever happened. You know, I overlooked this part of the scenario. So I did this and it was wrong. And a lot of times I think people try to fudge it over or give if ands their butts on on that um so yeah i think integrity is is something i'm thankful that the military gave to me um or at least made sure that i knew it was important so yeah it, well and, and as important as it is it goes back to what we've been asking uh, the last couple of episodes how do we know that we do it you mm -hmm. know, do we actually do it? To know, but not to do, is not to know. Mm -hmm. And you know, we we, we know uh, every cadet that came to the Air Force Academy knew the core values. They knew what they meant, what they uh, uh, the definitions, at least uh, uh, you know, of of each of them. But did they do it? That's a different question. And how do you do it? I think that's uh, critical as well. You know, uh, integrity. Normally, the word that we use along with integrity is honesty. And there are some times when you don't want to be honest. Sometimes you shouldn't be honest. I tell you what, I get in trouble a lot of times because I'm an old guy and uh, I don't care. I think my wife was telling me about there's some show called I Don't Give a Damn. Uh, yeah. I think um, Legisamo is in charge of that or something. But anyway, uh, and I thought, hmm, that's an interesting thing. But uh, I don't care about certain, some things. So I'm uh, too obvious, too I have too much integrity. People have asked, why don't you run for office? I have too much integrity. I'm liable yeah. to say, <laughs> tell the truth and it, you know, that, that'll hurt everybody. But um, 
when and, and I'm telling you now, Deva, when you you have your baby, hmm. don't show it to me the first couple of weeks, okay? <laughs> oh my gosh, you're gonna all. say, "Oh, look, look how beautiful." It looks no, like a newborn. It, it uh, <laughs> looks like a little monkey. That's what they Is all look like. Yoda I don't care. Or... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. But Grogu, that's Grogu, man. Uh, <laughs> Only takes a month, and they get real cute. <laughs> then they do get cute. Yes, after a while, they're they're real cute. Uh, but at the beginning, is like no. Because uh, people come up and ask me, and how cute is it? No, it's not oh. cute. Sorry, um, that that and don't and uh, I'll need to talk to your husband about this. Uh, don't <laughs> ever ask him. Does this make me look fat? He, you know, you ask uh, another woman that. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. No, don't answer that or lie. It's okay if you lie. So God sweet. will forgive you because uh, <laughs> you don't want to answer that. That's a uh, that's a loaded question. Yeah, but. Um, but anyway, uh, and the core values, and again, the, the service part, and I think it goes back to the love. I think I, mm -hmm. I would include that with the love of giving, you know, uh, serving. Although in the military, I think we have brainwashed, especially in the Air Force. I don't know about the, the other services, but in the Air Force, we've brainwashed people to believe that service, service, serving others is the most important one. Mm. And it's not. Number one is integrity. and That's doing the right thing. Yeah. And I think because we tell them that the next one is so important because it's central to it, literally central uh, to our core values, that service before self, you got to take care of yourself first. Yeah. You have to. One of my best examples when I teach the, the core values, the Air Force core values, is uh, uh, flying. And I'm assuming you've flown commercially, right? And, yeah. the, you know, the the uh, can't say stewardess anymore. It's not correct. It's not politically correct. Uh, flight attendant will come up and do the the safety briefing, you know. And part of it has to do with the little yellow cup. And they tell you if the little yellow cup comes down, put it over your your uh, your face first. And and you you're going to understand this better in a few months, I think. But I, I think that's incredibly difficult for a mother to do, to take mm -hmm. care of herself first. But if you think about it, if you don't take care of yourself first, you can't take care of the little ones that are next to you. Yeah. Oh, that that may seem selfish, but it's not. It's integrity. You got to take care of you so that you can take care of others. That's my prayer every morning. A part of it, anyway, that I that the God take care of me so that I can take care of others. Mm -hmm. But I can't do it if I can't. I don't take care of me. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, uh, I don't know about school, but I know in the uh, the military, and I think in most jobs, we're expected to come to work regardless. Mm -hmm. So what? You're dying. You better come in and, and work. You yeah. know, that makes no sense. If you're sick as a boss, whenever you become a leader, uh, a boss, a supervisor, consider that. If they're sick, what are they going to do? They're going to make everybody else sick. Yeah. And now we're all sick, which makes no no sense at all. Yeah. But we don't think about that, you know. And uh, Well, I, maybe we do think about it. But again, to know but not to do is not to know. It's a huge uh, portion of the trades, too. My husband works as an electrician. Um, and, uh, he shows up 30 minutes to an hour early and leaves 30 minutes to an hour late and doesn't want to take a day off work. And it's just the culture and it's not bad. He's such a hard worker. Um, but we just had this conversation yesterday about, you know, we need to work to live, not live to work and make sure that if you're going to get four hours of sleep, which I know you get a crazy stupid small amount of sleep but we're used to <laughs> we try to get seven um and uh if uh he's getting four hours you don't have to show up an hour early maybe show up 15 minutes early and get a little 30 right. minutes more sleep or something like that but yeah. absolutely um integrity well, and maybe the the difference is in in wanting to 
Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's a uh, it's it's my intent. I'm okay with it to do that. It's when again going back to your our, our discussion on love when you expect that. Yeah. Particularly as a supervisor, I expect everybody to be there. One of my pet peeves, sorry, but is the doctors, the medical profession. Uh, uh-huh. I have an appointment at four, and then I'm expected to be there at three forty-five. Well, then my appointment is at three forty-five because that's when you want me to be there. Then let's start the clock right there. And they're always late. You yeah, know, that goes Hours back to late. yeah. My life, my life is as important and valuable as yours. Mm-hmm. Get there on time. And, and again, I got to understand, yeah, somebody, you know, they're, they're losing their foot is a lot worse than my snotty nose. Yeah. But still be respectful that, you know, that time does belong to me. So, uh, I, well, I'll tell you what, maybe for next week, let's think about how we can save the world because that's okay. what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? we'll have all the answers and I'm sure we'll make some real change. <laughs> yes, of course. Of course. Yeah. Well, as right Gandhi said, the president. Indeed. Uh, well, he won't listen. But anyway, uh, Gandhi said, uh, uh, don't try to change the world. Try to change worlds because we each live in our own world. Yeah. It's kind of prophetic, isn't it? Oh, Let's yeah. talk about that next week. Our, our own world. Sounds good. Thank Have you. Have a great week. You too. Bye. Thank you for listening. We hope that there was something that you heard in this episode that will help empower you to become a better leader. A leader of character. If you'd like to connect with us, please email us at cloc at leadershipandforesight.org. Until next time, be great. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight.